movie star Nicolas Cage. You know me from such films as Con Air, Face Off, and of course, The Wicker Man. But what you might not know is my love of 1950s popular culture. I love it so much. Another thing I love is Chinese food. Oh, that's delicious. I love it as much as I love Mexican food. Movie Caliente. So I decided to start my own restaurant called Nick Cage's Chino Mexo Rock and Rollerama. Welcome to Nick Cage's Chino Mexo Rock and Rollerama. I'll be your waiter tonight. I'm Nick Cage. Oh wow. Uh, can I have the orange chicken burrito on a side of Mugu de Gallo? That's a good call. I have never been here before. Can you recommend anything? I'm Nick Cage. Yes, I can. Uh, great. And that would be... You're gonna have, wanna have the nachos Daryl Ban Yu with Lao Mein fajitas. Drink it all down with a guacamole wonton milkshake. I'm sorry, but this food is gross. You button it up, Tube Top! You'll sit down and eat, or I'll send you back to hell in a donkey bag, Rocket Man! What? So come on down to Nick Cage's Chino Mexo Rock and Roll Rama. The only thing better is smashing an anthill in the sun with a hockey stick. Uh, what? I sent back to hell! Stinker Man is. I'm Justin. I got Sam and I got Jackie. And we got bad movies. How are you guys? I'm good. Good. I'm, I'm good. In the in the frozen the great frozen northwest. Mm-hmm. I drank too much vodka last night. Yeah, Jackie. Jackie drank three quarters of a fifth while playing a, a three hands of cribbage and then proceeded to puke all day today. So nice job. I also had the diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> that is fun. And it was bright electric yellow. Mm, that's you know, last week gross I got Nick Cage's restaurant. Since we since somebody else brought up diarrhea, <laughs> last week I uh, drank too much wine, and it was like all Sunday, just waiting for it, just waiting for it. And it was you know it was late, but she showed up like eight thirty in the middle of the football game. Uh oh, it was like a fire hose. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Poop talk. Uh, so that's uh, our podcast. Thanks for listening. It's so poop, poop and fart and the, so so basically what you're saying is our podcast has become the love guru. It's just fart and dick jokes. I think our fart and dick jokes are much funnier. Okay, that's, but that's I, a good sign. I am saying I I really brought that up for a public service announcement. If you are backed up, drink too much booze. You will shit like nobody's business. I would hope. Public service. The more you know. I, I find it shocking that at the age of 35, you're just now coming to grips with that. Like that's. What you find out the day after your birthday when you turn at 19 is, oh my god, this is a mess. I feel like crap, I never want to drink again, and I can't even hang out with my friends on my the day after my birthday because I can't get off the toilet. Yeah, that's never really happened to me, dude. Ice House used to stove me up real good. <laughs> <laughs> For whatever reason, when I was... Because it was cheap. That's all I drank when I was like 19. Oh, ice yeah. House. I, I did drink the Ice House when I was like 19, too. <laughs> 
Better drink beast ice. Yeah, Why well, does everything have to have ice when you're poor in 19? Because you just want to get... It's, it doesn't matter what it tastes like. It's How fast can you get drunk? That's Th- right. Does ice beers have more yeah, alcohol in them? They do. Like what? It's They range like from... Oh, no. It's like <laughs> five... I think six is about as high as they go for domestics, mm. but they're they're a little more potent than Budweiser, and they don't cost near as much. Yeah, yeah well, that's good fun. Uh, Netflix do's and don'ts this week. We had we had four movies that we uh, checked out. Well, actually, Sam checked out three. Jaggy and I checked out one. Actually, Sam checked out one by himself mostly. Uh, starting with the Explorers with. River Phoenix and Ethan Hawke as children. As children. What would you say they were? Nine, ten? Somewhere in between nine and thirteen. Twelve? That old? I can't. Thirteen? To be honest, Mm. people under the age of 25 all look like children to me. (laughs) Because they are. Because they are. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make any, like, damn teenagers just like, I'm 23 years old. Whatever. Get a job. Cut your hair. I don't work right now. And I just cut my hair. <laughs> Pull up your pants. They're up to my armpits. Doesn't well, matter. Well, either way, Ethan Hawke and River Phoenix in this movie get into some wacky adventures. Oh, and some other kid. Some other kid. Actor. Child the, actor. Sort of somebody, but not really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they find... The, the one kid finds the ability to create a bubble sphere thing that they can control that is basically impervious to the elements and physics in general. Just physics in general. It can crash through things. There's no G-force inside the bubble. They can travel into space. They can do basically they can go wherever the hell they want in this thing. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Joe Dante directed. Joe Dante directed. And you can really see a lot of the uh, a lot of the special effects really pave their way into uh, inner space has the same sort of look. Yeah, I would say I would say that for sure. I really liked this movie. I uh, liked it when I was a kid, and I liked it again as an adult. I was I don't I didn't remember it until I started watching again. I was like, oh, I used to love this movie, and then as I watched it more, I was like, this is really only surpassed by Goonies as far as good children's movies. I was really impressed by it. I'm struggling with coming up with a better movie other than Goonies as a as a kids movie. Yes, as a, as a coming-of-age children's movie, it's as... Only Goonies is better. Yeah, as far as quality, not, like, endearment, because I saw it when I was a kid, and so it makes me feel good type of thing. Like, Space Camp, I'm sorry, is a shit movie, but you loved it when you were a kid. That doesn't... We're not talking about that. We're talking about the quality scale of the filmmaking. Or The Man from Snowy River. Oh, Man from Snowy River. But is that a kid's film? I don't know, but I haven't... I own it on DVD for like... This is like the 13th year that I've owned it on DVD and not watched it because I'm afraid that it won't be as good or I'll cry like a baby. I haven't seen that. Oh, boy. So maybe we should put that on our list of things to do. (laughs) Yeah, it's not a stinker. It's not. It's not not for the show at all. But yeah, I... I I don't know. I think I might be with Sam. It's either I'm afraid gonna of ru- it. I'm gonna ruin it or it's weepy time. Because that was my favorite movie. I like when you cry. Oh, no, prior no. to uh, Empire Strikes Never Back. Never ending story is worse. Definitely worse. Yeah, I, I mean, the never ending story has its merits, though. It's just not as good as the Explorers. Yeah, it's not as good as the Explorers. Huh? Yeah, I can't come up with anything. Our text. That's uh, for the for the Twitterers out there. Uh, hashtag us at or at hit us at Stinker Madness and tell us if you can come up with a better kids movie that's not the Goonies than the Explorers. Uh, moving on. So that's three do's from us on that. 
uh, Endangered Species with my sister Julia, Tom Roberts, Frank Roberts, Jim Roberts. The hell's Eric his name? Roberts. Eric Roberts. Jim Roberts. <laughs> that guy. Did I watch Who this one? You watched. You fell asleep. I. We both fell asleep in this movie. It was this terrible. was the one that started out with like way too big of boobs in a movie to like not be like what what <laughs> you're like that's not those aren't movie boobs. There's no way that that shirt's coming up. Oh, it comes off, and it's like that's porno boobs. And they Nobody's were, boobs. They were real big. boobs. They were real boobs. I was. I was smitten, and then they shot her. (laughs) I was like, you know what? Whatever happens in this movie isn't as good as what was just happening. (laughs) You need to not shoot her for a while. Just let that, you know, let her get undressed a few more times. Let her live. You're going to win the audience over if she gets to live. She doesn't. They were like, each one of them was like Erica Alaniac's entire boobs combined into one boob. They were... um, She was, from the neck down, a specimen. (laughs) She was just boob. Yeah, pretty nice set of hips and ass, too. She was ridiculous. She was hot. It looked silly. It was shot in Ukraine, though, so she was Uh, Ukrainian. That's where the the legend comes from, is women like that. Yeah, sure. Uh, So, Jackie and I fell asleep. I remember some real bad acting and some terrible lines. I don't remember this at all. It was fucking god-awful. Yeah. Um, I remember that. I can't really recommend it. No? Not at all. Even though I'm going to nominate it for a Brimley, because you should just skip to the middle, or YouTube John Reese davis John Reese davies dying, because the death that he does, the scene where he dies in this movie is so stupid. I actually laughed very hard at that, but it was sort of like, shark alarm, there wasn't a lot on either side. Yeah, forcing mm. yourself to get to it. Gotcha. Uh, okay, so that's a don't. I can't say one way or the other, and Jackie can either. Uh, three Days to Kill with Kevin Costner. Do What? Yeah! I thought that was like three days to kill and six months to decide what the movie was about, and then they never fucking did. Because it was like three different movies that never... That don't work that together. That don't work together, nor did they ever finish themselves. I think that this... I think that you recommending this as a do is mean. Yeah. I think anybody that's like, oh, the Sticker Bandits people are like, you should watch that movie. And then they go watch that and be like, they're never going to listen to us again. That's a terrible pick. Do. I liked it. Film. What did you like about it? I liked that he was a spy and he was a badass. <laughs> and was he a badass? I he liked, was pretty badass. Yeah, I, I liked that he had movie. cancer and he was still a badass. And then he kept passing the hell out every time he almost got the bad guy because of I the drugs. Was... and. The cure for cancer. The cure for in cancer. In a syringe. The whole thing with him getting the shakes and falling over. Oh, and then God, you have, terrible. you know, Super Tits as his handler. What is her Super name? Super Tits? Oh, Amber Heard. Amber Heard. Um, I would not call her Super Tits. you seen her with her shirt off? She is the direct opposite of the lady from Endangered Species. No, no. She's, she's a solid A-cup, dude. No, she's not. I've seen her with her shirt off. It's impressive. Uh, anyway. Amber Heard. Tweet to us at Sticker <laughs> Madness and tell us your bra size. I, I liked it. I and if you're do. out there, Amber Heard, I've got one thing that Johnny Depp doesn't have. Enormous student debt. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Way to go, Sam. I thought she was a lesbian. No, she, she changed teams for him. All right. He's very effeminate. Well, here's my problem with this film. Actually, it's not my problem, but I this is what I was expecting, and I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. I actually like, I already like this movie because I thought I knew where it was going to go. Three Days to Kill, He's as soon as he was diagnosed with brain cancer, I was like, oh, 
He's got three days to kill the bad guy to get revenge before he dies. Like the movie Out of Time that he was in? Oh, yeah. Or is that DOA? I thought Out of Time was the one with Timberlake. No, that's the one with Johnny Depp. No, that's... Is it DOA? There's one movie with him and Sean Young where that's basically the thing. He's got like X amount of days to live to make it right. They already made that movie in Make it right or get revenge. I don't remember. Get revenge is the critical component. He might be getting revenge. Hmm. But it's seriously, they already did that movie with him and it was... Well, they should have done it again because this one's shit. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Yeah, two do nots. One definitely do not. Never, ever. It is It is two hours of your life you want back. I, I will say that uh, I'm not a fan of Mick G, but I would watch both of his uh, Charlie's Angels movies back-to-back twice. I would watch them for six hours before watching this again. Yeah. I wouldn't. I'd watch this again. I thought it was great. Huh. You also like A Star Wars Born, so <laughs> let that be a lesson. Uh, <laughs> now we end on a good note. I know what we're all going to say about this one. Dead Heat with Treat Williams and Joe Piscopo. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah that is a fuck yeah. It was a Zombie fuck cops. Yeah. It was a fuck yeah. It was Reanimated great. cow meat. This one of should Jeff, be a thing. Jeff's favorites from... It should be a we thing. Made it. it is. I, it's... I think it's a thing in small circles. Because I've... I've been... I had this forced on me. Like, Roman and Jeff and everybody from... If they made it in the movie group that we used to have... They forced that on me like 12 years ago, and I was just like, what the shit? The, it's silly. It's a bunch of grab ass. Well, maybe like eight years ago. but It's a total bunch of grab ass and totally 80s out. And it's fun. Dead zombie cops, like you say. Um, but the creature effects, the special effects in general, are fantastic. I think that's it was its problem was when it was originally released was that it was too good for its own good. It's it looks like a B movie, but the the special effects are great. Some of the best I've ever seen. I I'm not kidding. They they they're not as good as that one uh, uh, movie that you Nightbreed. Read, Nightbreed. They're not as good as Nightbreed, but there's one. It's a better scene movie than Nightbreed. Where the lady who is dead as well, we find out. She has, like, one of those stroke faces. Not to be mean, but when your face droops on one side, you have the stroke face. But it's not a still of her, or not a, it's not makeup. It's moving makeup. Her face actually sags on screen. Yeah. Instead of just like, oh, she's got a prosthetic on the side of her face. It droops off. And then her arm comes off. I do not know how they did that. Because she's wearing a towel. Yeah, that was Usually impressive. when an arm comes off... You've got your real arm tucked into, like, your coat or something, and then you got yeah. some dummy thing, a prosthetic again, that just comes off. She's wearing a towel, and her goddamn arm falls off. It's cool. How the fuck do you do that in 1986? She's Maybe. walking around the whole movie, swinging her arm, yeah, and grabbing and drinking coffee and tea. Movie magic. It was movie magic. The only thing I could think of was that they did split screen somehow. But it would be impossible to do that no, because it it's an actor. You can't split object, screen a moving can't. object. I don't know how they did it. And then Jackie liked the uh, zombie cow at the butcher shop. Yeah, the, at the Chinese restaurant. Gutted zombie <laughs> Chinese cow. cow. That thing was cool. Was I laughed cool. so hard when that part started when all the animals came alive. And he shot that pig right in the face. <laughs> he shot the pig in the duck. He t- oh no, he kicked the duck into the the chopper. Yeah, the, the meat grinder. And. 
hole in one or yeah, and then he blew the pig's head off. That was yeah. awesome. The uh, whole movie was great. I love the comedy that they are that they take with this movie. The scene they know what's going on in this movie because there's a scene <laughs> where there's. Treat Williams is blasting the hell out of another bad guy who is also a dead guy. And they just sit there shooting Uzis at each other mm-hmm. for about 45 seconds, just unloading into each other, and neither of them's going down. Was that in the apartment? No, no it's it at the end. The, when they, the, the shootout in the apartment was a, kind of wacky, too. Yeah. No, the whole movie's wacky. <clears throat> I absolutely, out of everything that we saw this week, I almost think that Dead Heat qualifies for honorable mention in my Hall of Fame. I recall, yeah, I. Uh, when, because I had seen it on VHS, I think Roman showed it to me on VHS, and then one day he just showed up at my house without calling me first, and was just like, get into my car, because that was the day that Dead Heat and uh, Never Too Young to Die showed up on their initial DVD release, and it yeah. was, that was a big day. That's a good double feature. Yeah. Nice. Well, there you go. There's your stinker madness, do's and don'ts. Jackie, why don't you uh, give us the rant? All right. This week, gentlemen... I want to bitch about worst movie comebacks. Worst movie comebacks. Okay, what's a movie comeback? Is it like a comeback inside the movie or an actor that's coming back? Yeah, so it's like an actor, right? We haven't seen him in a while. He's maybe retired or you think that they're retired because, you know, they haven't been in anything in a long time. Or they're just not getting prestigious jobs. Right. And so you think, okay, this this person's like trying to get their career kickstarted again. And then they epically fall on their face. And you're like, dude, should have stayed retired. It's not like you don't have a bunch of money. Or should have stayed in the hot tub. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, for instance, Mike Myers. The Love Guru was his comeback in 2008. It was his comeback? No, that was his death. That was his death. Because he had done the Austin Power. That wrote out, that rode right on the coattails of the trilogy. how, How would you say that? Uh, that's what the movie critic says, is that Mike Myers tried to restart his career with The Love Guru. I get, well, I guess, like, Austin Powers 3 was kind of shit and poorly received, and there wasn't... Uh, but he had the Shreks in between that, too, I thought, and those were really The Shreks have movie. still done very well. Yeah. There's how many? There's a lot of Shreks. Yeah, but that's voice acting. That's not... He's still getting paid. He's still getting paid. But, okay, maybe, like, return to, oh, hey, you guys care about me again. You're not sick of Austin Powers. Because let's face it. If he had done Austin Powers 4, would have turned out the exact same thing as The Love Guru. Yeah. His career was going to be over. So I kind of understand where she's okay. coming with The Love Guru. Yeah. So, and then the next one was Mel Gibson in The Beaver. The Beaver? <laughs> what the fuck is The and Beaver? I've never even heard of it. In 2011. And this movie was about him, this, this guy, right? And this is like probably about a year after he goes all Jesus Christ superstar and everybody. And Anti-Semitic. Starts, and yeah. And like starts... Like, divorces his wife and gets more DUIs. And, and yeah, it starts, smacks around a prostitute, I thought, as well, or something. Like, goes to Crazy Town, right? So he starts to, tries to re-jump his movie career mm-hmm. with this The Beaver. The Beaver. And it's about him trying to reconnect with his wife and daughter <laughs> using a puppet of a beaver. That sounds awesome. Is it like is it a feature film? Yeah, or? it was a it was a released in the theaters, and it just huh. did not. Because the thing I heard next was that get get him get the Gringo movie that I never bothered with. I couldn't be bothered. I never even heard of the Beaver. That sounds terrible. Yeah. So the Beaver was his his try to be a comeback. All right. Tara Reid in Short Nato. <laughs> Tara Reid. <laughs> in two thousand. How do you have a comeback when you're Tara Reid? You yeah. need to have a get two. <laughs> the only, the only in... thing she comes back to is the bar. <laughs> After they fucking reopen it. <laughs> like, she just waits in her car. 
And then Sharon Stone in Basic Instinct 2 in 2006. I did not even realize that they did a Basic Instinct 2. I didn't 2. think she was in it. I didn't, I didn't think she, she was in it either, either. Yeah. but it is, she is in, in 2006? In 2006. Was, do you know what the movie she was in before that? Like the last one? No. Huh. But that was her trying to restart her career and well, it, it wasn't just Action flopped. Jackson. Um, Kirk Cameron in Left Behind in 2000. <laughs> so he was a TV star, right? And then he decided he's going <laughs> to yeah. be a movie star, so he got on board with Left Behind. I mean, like, what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> well, he's very, very... He was, like, the one... He was the driving force behind that because yeah, he's he super Christian. Yeah, he's the Jesus soup. He's an evangel evangelical. So I, I think you... Well, I don't know. I guess if you're Kirk Cameron, you got to... Like, if you're to do anything, you got to work with your talents. And if you're an actor, use your talents to, uh, use your acting talents to praise God. And but really, was that right? that? It's better than knocking on doors, I guess. Yeah. But, but really, it, was, was Left Behind that big of a flop, though, is, is what I want to, what I kind of question, because they made four of those fucking movies. Well, three. Three. With him. With him. And then you got to kind of are right, because it's not like he would, he should have a hard time. There's a lot of Christian faith-based films that get made every mm -hmm. year. Right. He's not really in any of them. No. They don't want any part of this guy. Right. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. And then yeah. the big one, Lindsay Lohan in I Know Who Killed Me in 2000. <laughs> is that a comeback? That was her comeback film. From what? From Herbie the Love Bug. No, I, I, From, I don't think so. That was like at the height of her career. Was I Know Who Killed Me. No, that was 2007. Herbie and all that See, crap I think that the was Hills, like 2006. Oh my God. <laughs> she tried to come back with The Hills recently and it was a huge The Canyons. Flop. The Canyons, yeah. With whatever, James Dean, the porn star. James Dean, the porn star. Yeah, D-E-E-N. He's a guy who's a porn star, and they put him in this movie. Huh. I can't remember who directed it. It's a fairly well-known director. It was a, it was a bomb. So, Lars that's the question. Wait, is you're rich as fuck? Don't go out and make The Beaver and The Love Guru and Left Behind and I Know Who Killed Me and Basic Instinct 2. What were you thinking? Honestly, I, I'm you, kind of you interested make... in the Beaver. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to watch the Beaver. I have not seen it. <laughs> I read about the Beaver movie, and I was like, "You have got to be kidding me! This was your your idea for a comeback? Like, who in the fuck is going to watch this bullshit? You with a Beaver, a hand puppet Beaver?" And I, then I'm thinking, "Well, you are a crazy fuck." I've heard a lot of people like the Beaver. Mm. There are a lot of men that like the Beaver. There's yes. a lot of people that get down on the Beaver. There's a lot of people who go to town on the Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll cut it there. So there's my rant. There's nice. my rant nice. is, you know what? You're rich as fuck. Quit throwing it out there. Go away. You're yeah, rich as go away. You're, you're rich as fuck. If you're Lindsay Lohan, you are rich as fuck and you've got an alcohol and a drug problem. Just ride that wave, honey. You are on the front of every tabloid every two weeks anyway. What, why do you Go hang out with Tara Reid in her car. Yeah. Waiting for the bar to open. You guys can help each other put back on your lipstick and shit. Hold each other's hair. Yeah, you guys can fix <laughs> each other's makeup. And face the double dragon together. That's right, hold hands underneath the stall. But you don't need to make movies. There's you no know. coming back for you. Lovely. So All that's right. my rant. There you go. Well, the movie this week, as you may or may not have guessed, is one Nick Cage in The Wicker Man. So, Sam, why don't you tell us about it? Sam's boring bullshit. The Wicker Man is directed and written by one... Neil LeBute. Uh, he's, DeGrasse Tyson? No, mm. just DeBute. Mm. Or DeButt E. <laughs> LeButt E. I think it's LeBute, though. Uh, I like Butt E. Alum 
of BYU and classmate of Aaron Eckhart. So, okay. Oh, Aaron BYU? Eckhart, seriously? Yeah, Eric, Aaron Eckhart is in most of his movies at some level. He's, he plays the lead in his two. That is Aaron received. Eckhart in The Wigger Man? Yes, he's got a cameo, but mm. we're gonna, that's in the eye out for later. Okay. Which I'll repeat that. Uh, well, in the company of men and your friends and neighbors were very highly received. Uh, I think that... Isn't In the Company of Men a war movie? No, it's a sort of dark comedy about relationships. Mm. Both starring Aaron Eckhart. That's sort of where he came from, I think. Uh, I have not seen any of his movies, save one. Mm-hmm. The only movie I have seen by this gentleman is Lakeview Terrace, where Samuel L. Jackson pay- plays the bad cop. I might have seen it. It's pretty forgettable. harasses the it? white couple. It is bad on every level, mm-hmm. including, like, why is the bad... Oh, no. Um, it's, it's damn terrible. Okay. Of course, Nick Cage is in this, and mm-hmm. uh, driving force behind it. Uh, Ellen Burstyn... Her name's familiar. You'll recognize her when you see her. Lily Sebesky. Lily Sebesky, yeah. she is down the list. There's a bunch of people that I I look at their pictures, I've seen them and stuff before, I've got no idea really who they are. Lily from such films as Cape Fear and In the Name of the King, King, A Dungeon Siege. Siege And The Glass House. (laughs) Those are good movies. And I Know Who Killed Me. Lily Sobieski's in I Know Who Killed Me? No, that's a joke. I've heard really good things about I Know Who Killed Me. Not like good things like, Like, wow, great. Yeah, it's on the queue. It's on the queue. Yeah, it's on our queue. It's supposed to be a future episode coming. I think I'm going to add the beaver on there. (laughs) The beaver. Mm -hmm. Okay. Come on. Stay focused. Anyway, uh, Winona Ryder said no dice to this movie. Ah, is not in this film. The original. Neither is Oprah. Neither is Oprah. Nor is an Oprah impersonator. (laughs) The original writer-director, uh, Rob Robin Hardy, pulled his credit from the film. Because you have to give a credit when it's an adaptation. Okay. That it's based on an original work. He pulled the... He, was like, he said, nope, no, thank you. No. You, no. He didn't say no, thank you. He said, take my name off of this. Take it off right now. Despite the script regurgitating 80% of the dialogue from the original screenplay, but changing many of the situations. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no is right. That would explain a lot about this movie, like, why it doesn't make sense. Why he's in a bear costume? Because that's all I know is that he <laughs> yeah. gets in a bear costume. Nicholas Cage dedicated the film to Johnny Ramone after his death. Okay, who thanks. In- who introduced him to the original uh, Wicker Man okay. that he wanted to remake because of it. Huh. So... They after they just fuck it up completely, he dedicates it to a dead guy who's his friend. Because the dead guy can't say no thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I don't want my name he, on this. Like, he can't say take my name off this too. Uh, Cage totally was out out, Tommy was out, mm-hmm. and after the fact said that it's an absurdist black comedy. <laughs> what? This is not an absurdist black comedy. That's uh, funny. Yep. Oh my lord. Uh, producers of the film changed the name Summer Isle to Summer's Isle as they thought it would be easier for people to pronounce, which it is not. Summer Summer's, Isle. Summer Isle is easy to say. Summer Isle. Isle is not. Summer's Isle. Summer's Isle. Summer's Isle. It's not. That's harder to say it's than harder Summer to say. Isle. Yeah. It's Especially harder. if you've been drinking on set. I'm just saying. Which I'm mm-hmm. guessing everybody did. Uh, Cage. That's just what you do. In an interview... Uh, for a fan interview or a Twitter interview during Ghost Rider, the release of Ghost Rider. Twitter interview? Yeah, like he's doing a Twitter cast or some bullshit about you do that. I don't know. Uh, okay. Anyway. Yeah, I want to do a Twitter cast. Yeah. 
I'm going to put my balls on Twitter cast. <laughs> when asked about any movies that he would like to do a sequel to, it was this one. <laughs> now, get that he would like to take the Wicker Man to Japan, but this time as a ghost. <laughs> Yeah. Like, in, like a Japanese water ghost? I don't know. Hmm. Climbs out of your Or TV. like a Scooby-Doo spooky ghost. Five. <laughs> I, or a Wicker Man ghost in Japan, which doesn't make... It probably makes more sense than most of the stuff that happens in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It didn't win any Razzies, but it received five nominations, including worst on-screen couple, and that couple was Nicolas Cage and the bear suit. <laughs> nice! <laughs> It uh, got $38 million against a $40 million budget. Now, here's the really shit deal, like, why uh, Robin Hardy pulls his name. Mm-hmm. The original is widely regarded as one of the greatest horror films ever made. Okay. It is, like, there's, it's been said it's the Citizen Kane of horror films. Also, uh... Who said that? I don't know the writer. I didn't write down. I did not write down the person who said that. But I did write down that Total Film graded this not as the sixth greatest horror film, but the sixth greatest British film ever made. Wow, that's high praise. That is high praise. Keep an eye out for Aaron Eckhart, James Franco, and Jason Ritter in a cameo. Nice, Jason Mm. Ritter. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. What happened to that guy? I don't know. Huh. Well, there you go. Uh, so, for our improv, we're going to try something new. <clears throat> this is Nick Cage auditioning for roles that he didn't get, whereas each one of us will be playing Nick Cage. Are we going this way? Auditioning, yes. We're going left or right. Am I starting? Uh, sure. Go ahead. Sam's going to start. All right, Mr. Cage, uh, we are going to have you read for our film Fight Club. You'll be reading the character Tyler Durden. I sell soap. Do you like airplanes? Because I like airplanes, but I really don't. Now punch me in the face! Thank you. Uh, yes, uh, Mr. Cage, uh, you will first be playing the role of Doc Emmett Brown in Back to the Future. It's got a flux capacitor! I said put the antenna on the car! God damn it, you stupid fucking kid! <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> All right. Sam, uh, Mr. Cage. <laughs> yes. Sam you Cage. will be uh, auditioning for the movie Labyrinth as Tareth the Goblin King. <laughs> dance. Dance, magic, dance. I said dance, goddammit. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Cage, your potato fell out. <laughs> Any tighter pants. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Cage, we have you read for the role of Rambo in Rambo First Blood Part 2. It's been a long way home, and I'm going to get there. The only thing that's standing in my way is a small town with one Brian Dennehy, and I'm going to shoot him right in the mouth and the balls. So you've seen the original. You're going to be reading for the sequel. Oh. (laughs) No change. All right, Mr. Cage, you will be auditioning for the role of Gollum in Lord of the Rings. My precious. (laughs) My precious. 
God damn it. I can't crawl around like this too much longer. My precious. <laughs> All right, Mr. Cage. You will be uh, auditioning for Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory <laughs> as Willy Wonka. Here's some goddamn candy. What the hell is this happy horse shit about? Where the hell's my agent? <laughs> okay, one more each. Uh, Mr. Cage will be auditioning for the role of the Colonel and a few good men. I knew somebody was going to pull the trigger on a few. <laughs> oh, you <good> have to. <laughs> I only know one line. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. <laughs> Oh, I, uh, I guess that's the best I got. Thank, thank you, Mr. Cage. <laughs> Sound a little high there, Mr. Cage. <laughs> All right, Mr. Cage. You will be playing the role of Queen Elizabeth in The Queen. <laughs> thank you for coming to this here buffet feast in honor of President Obama. <laughs> Do you like my tiara? It's got flashy crystals in it. I will fucking shoot you! <laughs> do not sit on that chair! Wait, I said do an impression of Nick Cage, not do an impression of the Queen. <laughs> ah. Alright, Mr. Cage, for my final one. You will be auditioning for the Wizard of Oz as the Cowardly Lion. <laughs> Jesus Age, what the hell's that thing? Wait, I have to dance now? God damn it! I'm <laughs> 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 sure I can't do the scarecrow. <laughs> and that's the show! Get to the chopper! Get to the chopper! Get to the chopper! <laughs>